The following day, Gavin looked out the window of Plimpton's haberdashery, careful to stay out of view. The little shop was part of the newly opened Burlington Arcade, a shopping mecca next to Bond Street. Beneath the graceful arched roof, stores such as this one offered all manner of high-end goods, from exotic blooms to specially blended scents. "'Twas just the sort of place for a privileged miss to spend her morning. "'Feral anticipation unfurled in his belly "'when he spotted Percy and her maid in the distance. "'Right on time. "'As usual, Alfie's information proved spot on. "'They're coming,' Gavin said. "'Take your place, Plimpton.' The famed haberdasher, who happened to be a client of the underworld, mopped at his balding pate. If I do this, Mr. Hunt, the slate's wiped clean. I won't owe you anything. Not until you gamble the shirt off your back again. Yes, Gavin said. With a shaky nod, Plimpton took his place at the front counter. Gavin strode to the back. Concealed by a velvet curtain, he could view all that transpired in the little shop. Minutes later, a tinkling bell announced Percy's arrival. His blood stirred at seeing her dressed as a lady for the first time. By God, she was... stunning. Her feminine appeal struck him like a blast of sunshine after the rain. Shiny curls peeped from beneath her bonnet and her cheeks glowed fresh and dewy. Her high-waisted white frock clung to a lithe figure, and he'd been right about her breasts. Though covered by a modest bit of frill, those twin beauties were high and rounded, and had a tempting bounce to them when she walked. Hell's teeth! He was developing a cock stand just looking at her. "'Good day, sir. I hope you can help me.' I'm in desperate need of a pair of gloves, Percy said, dimpling. Damn it, even her voice makes me hard. You've come to the right place, miss, Plimpton stammered. I have a fine selection, if you'd care to have a look. As the shop owner placed his wares upon the counter, the bell rang again. Gavin's lips twitched at the sight of Alfie dressed like a proper young lad, sporting a child-sized jacket, waistcoat, and breeches. The urchin could pass for the son of a well-to-do family. As Percy's maid helped Percy try on a glove, Alfie ambled toward them. The boy reached out, with a notable lack of his trademark finesse, and snagged the maid's purse. The woman spun around. "'Why, you thieving pup!' she sputtered. "'Give that back!' Alfie dangled his prize." Come and get it, he said, and dashed out the door. With a cry of, Stay put, Miss Percy, the maid took off after Alfie. Plimpton's gaze darted to the back curtain and back to Percy. As rehearsed, he said in a loud voice, I'd best go lend a hand, Miss. Wait here, I'll, uh, lock up to keep you safe until I return. Before Percy could utter a word, the haberdasher scrambled out of the shop, securing the door behind him. What on earth? Percy muttered as she stared after the retreating figure. With stealthy steps, Gavin made his way over. He tapped her on the shoulder. 
She whirled around. To her credit, she didn't scream or, God forbid, faint. As usual, Persephone Fiennes was proving no typical female. You, she said. He bowed. Good day, Miss Fiennes. Enjoying your shopping? Against the white satin lining of her bonnet, Percy's eyes were even bluer than he remembered. Her glorious gaze narrowed. That boy was no thief. You set this up, didn't you? I wanted a moment alone with you, Gavin said. Why? His lips quirked. He liked the way she cut to the chase. I didn't wish for you to forget me or my wager, he said.